0: Is film like milk? Yes. it's got
1: culture in it. And it's... Mm, damn
0: it. Leche. <laughs> Whole milk, skim milk, medium milk.
1: I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we decide if a film has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind over time. Is it stinky? Is it, you know, what's what's going on? Um, I am one of your hosts, Paris Over Taylor, and with me as ever is my Irish leprechaun friend, David William Rogers. Top of the morning to you. Solancha. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going, yeah. as you know, it's kind of getting getting busy around here. But yeah. it is uh, Saint Patty's Day time-ish. Yes. Uh, so we're celebrating all things Irish. Iri- we're celebrating all things Irish. I'm glad I can talk. I've clearly had too many Guinnesses. Um, and I just got back from Ireland, which is what inspired this chat. So David, with all of that in mind, yeah. what is the
0: film that we are doing? The film is Waking Ned Divine from 1998. And this seems like a pretty good one. It was written and directed by Kirk Jones. A little bit older of a cast, which I appreciate. I like to see some Mm -hmm. of these movies, so I'm really glad you picked it because I Mm -hmm. had no idea what it was. The name sounded Mm -hmm. familiar, but I had Mm -hmm. no clue going into it. So it was was very. So you hadn't seen it? Hadn't seen it at all? No, didn't know about it. No expectations. Didn't know what I was getting into. But yeah, (laughs) that's
1: kind of nice. That's kind of one of the fun things about about us doing this show is that like we both expose each other and and then like our guests will expose us to random films and it's sort of fun Mm -hmm. I think and I try not to if I don't know what the film is I try not to read anything about it I like to go in fresh you know so that's always a good call but you did get a good sense of Irish culture I can confirm that A lot of the attitudes, like the friendliness, that was my experience when we were in Ireland. Obviously, I spoke a little bit about it on the cookie podcast with the uh, True Beverly Hills, but we were unexpectedly in Ireland for a little bit longer because of the COVID and (laughs) um, catching it by either being in a pub or kissing the Blarney Stone. I think the Blarney Stone is a funnier story, so I just say that. Um, but yeah, so I loved Ireland. And uh, and David, I think it's your turn to do the synopsis. And since you hadn't seen it, yeah. let's get you to do it. <laughs> just me okay. and you today. Yeah, I'll make it short and sweet. So <laughs> a small town in
0: Ireland, um, bands together, to go against and defraud <laughs> a, a lottery and what happens is um somebody wins the lottery and like the main characters always checking the numbers they open up on a scene with him talking to his wife um his name's jackie o'shea the character and mm-hmm. he doesn't win and he reads in the paper that somebody does. So he's hanging out with his buddy, Michael O'Sullivan, down by the lake or river or body of water that they're at. And he's like, somebody in our town won. Look, it's in the paper. There's only 52 people in the town. And he's like, Michael, you didn't win it. I didn't win it. My wife didn't win it. So we're down to 49 people. So, mm-hmm. they go on this journey trying to get this information and like sweet talk people. He buys this pig farmer called Pig fin a bunch of fruity soaps, buys him a Guinness. And the guy's like, Why are well, you being so nice? You never buy me Guinness? And he just wanted help, like with one of his six pigs. And so, they do this with everybody in the town. They're trying to figure mm-hmm. out who won this money. So, after they throw this party, buy chickens, nice chicken dinners, have people over, buy drinks at bars. Um, the main character goes over to another guy's house. Jackie well, goes. Well, he, reali-
1: he realizes that one of the nice dinners didn't get eaten. He, yes. And you're like, who didn't come over? Yep. So
0: he takes it over to Ned's house and Ned's sitting there on the bed, eyes open, dead, smiling with this lottery ticket in his hand. So Jackie's mm-hmm. thinking like, oh my God, grabs the <laughs> ticket. You know, he won. He, he like says a little prayer for him. He won like 500 grand. That's what they're thinking they won. So he tells his buddy Michael what happened, and they're gonna try to play Ned Devine because he's dead. He has no family. They're gonna try to talk to the uh, the powerball lottery lottery guy, guy. yeah, Yeah, and say like, Mm "Hey, I'm I'm Ned. I have all his information." So him and Michael are about to go skinny dipping at the body of water where they hang out at, and a guy pulls up. Cause they had recently called the lottery said that they won and the guy's looking for ned Divine. he's like yeah i can take you um so jackie who was supposed to be playing ned Divine in the town has to go show him the house so michael the other guy rides naked on a motorcycle up to the house and he's got to try to play ned Divine. like it's just pure comedy all these situations happen and they end up keeping the money Uh, For the whole town. They get
1: the town involved. Everybody goes along with it. Mm -hmm. And you
0: come to find out that Maggie O'Toole, um, who has a son, and you don't find out who the dad is until the end of the movie, was the father of the boy, was Ned Devine. And she's like, Mm -hmm. no, we don't need all that money. You just don't tell anybody. Everybody's Mm -hmm. good with the 100 k that they get. Because actually the lottery total was like almost $7 million. Not the five hundred that Jackie thought it was. So
1: mm-hmm. it is a sweet, it's a sweet little
0: twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they defraud this comp, this uh, you know, this this company. But I mean, like, it's like a harmless crime, right? Because it's a harmless
1: crime. Ned and won a- it,
0: and they, they shared it with the whole town.
1: Yeah, and it seems like they're a small town of like friends. Like yep. everybody knows everybody. It's kind of an older town. They all grew up there. Yeah, and it's like sweet. I think it's a cute movie. I'm glad we watched it for this podcast. I was in a
0: lot of different parts. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I know. It's sort of like funny. I don't know a lot about Irish cinema, to be honest with you. Um, And then being over in Ireland, ended up meeting randomly at the bar one night. Well, I knew one guy and he was like, oh yeah, come for a drink. And then he introduced me to all these people. We met a bunch of really cool Irish producers and we're going to have some of them hopefully come on the podcast. But I was like, I don't, like, if you put a gun to my head and said, name five Irish films right now, I'd be like, uh, uh, you know, like, I have no <laughs> idea. Do you, can you name any, like, Irish films? Um, I know Irish actors, but not yeah, really. I know there's the recent
0: movie Belfast that yeah. got some praise. Um, there's a couple that I think I watched when I was little, like, but with they my mom. Have,
1: they have a pretty healthy film scene just yeah. from, like, being over there and, like, hanging out with these guys. I realized, like, and also, like, Ireland is such a unique country, it's had like a very interesting history where like everybody tried to like take over them and then they were like no and they fought off the British but then like they were pretty broke and then they invented all this like liquor, like, you know, Guinness comes from Ireland, uh Tealings comes from Ireland, uh Jameson comes from Ireland. Like, you know, like there's all literally while we were there, it was like all these distilleries that have had like this major legacy. Um and I just think Ireland kind of gets overlooked and they do speak English like us, so their film is is interesting. But yeah, did you feel like you got a sense of the country from this movie? this Just this one story? Oh, a little bit, but looking into it, they shot this on the Isle of Man, which isn't mm-hmm. in Ireland. It's the UK.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'm, I was looking up some of the stuff. It's not even like an island nation is not self-governed by the British crown, or is it self-governed? I'm not sure. Um, uh,
1: I'm not familiar. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, like just looking at some of the hills that they shot, some of the scenes are, which reading into it um, they almost lost like the main character due to some winds next to like the clip <laughs> while shooting oh, one of those yeah one of those final scenes when they're cheersing Ned um, after a long night of drinking and a fake in the fake funeral but um yeah it looked it looked pretty and they had a lot of weather issues like mm-hmm. cuz it was supposed to they're supposed to shoot the funeral on like a sunny day and mm-hmm. it was pitch black because of weather so they had to light oh, wow. it. they had uh, just the whole, the whole shoot was um, trying to figure out lighting and depth of camera. On a $3 million budget, though, they made like 50 mil. Yeah. So they, it was they successful. Did, Yeah.
1: It did make me laugh. There's one scene. Yeah, I think it's when he's going to take the food over to Ned and he finds him dead. And the rain is just like sideways. And it did rain a lot while we were in Ireland. We yeah. actually, the first week we got super lucky. So had I left when I was supposed to leave, I would have never known that the weather was so erratic, but I think they do have like a pretty crazy <laughs> weather over there. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, from the sense of community, I think that really came through in the film. Um, and that was what I experienced. You feel, while we, yeah.
0: You felt that a lot while you were over there.
1: Yeah. People were just like really friendly and just like, it seemed like, you know, we went to a lot of these little towns cause we, got a car and you know popped a tire halfway between Dublin and Cork and had a whole drama there as well but everybody was like just really sweet and like just yeah I I mean I think that shines through in the movie that they've certainly got like fire to them like there's obviously pig Finn we keep bringing up who is the pig farmer and then he's got like his sassy you Know off again, on again, girl who's like, No, get out of here, pig fish. you know, <laughs> because you smell because he stink. like, You still stink, yeah, Maggie, yeah. and then the Maggie, and then there's <laughs> the guy that's trying to sleep with Maggie and is like, I'm gonna be a good father to the son, so like, it's not like they're you know, so yeah. wonderful and welcoming, of course, they have their own <laughs> shittiness, and then of course, the overarching shittiness, which is pretending to be someone who's dead to uh, to claim some money, <laughs> yeah. which is a crime, as which you pointed out. And then
0: um, the old witch. Um, so there is the somewhat witch. of an antagonist in this movie who's trying mm-hmm. to threaten them, saying that th- she needs a bigger cut, or she's going to she tell the lottery people. Yeah. And then she actually would get ten percent if you sniff out fraud, basically with any um, any lottery. So she would have got like six million. So she was saying, "No, I need this." And then, like in an act of fate her twist of fate, she gets hit while in a phone booth trying to make the call to the lottery and goes over the edge and crashes just just as like a string breaks um, while they're all in this bar listening to a a violinist.
1: Pretty dark. There are some dark comedic (laughs) moments. But it's funny. Just overall, I think it's a really sweet film that kind of like clips along. Very funny. Obviously, no people of color in this movie. What? Not a one. Not even a not even a tanned person really I mean, you know i mean a town of 52 and on an island in ireland i mean it's i, I had no
0: i got <laughs>
1: i got no issue <laughs> it's it's just funny like being in ireland um we actually brought up like That there weren't, didn't feel super multicultural. Mm -hmm. And everybody had a story about, like, you know, because especially, like, they do shoot a lot of stuff in in Ireland and around Ireland. And I forget who it was, but someone was telling me a story that there was, like, a mildly famous actor who's, like, Indian or something. And he walked into this one bar that we ended up going to. And the guy was like, oh my God, you're, like, brown. Like, (laughs) you're brown. And, like, it wasn't in, like, a mean way, but he was just, like, shocked, you know? And, like, and the guy, the guy retelling the story was like, he never felt, like, threatened. It was just, like, he was so acutely aware that he was the most different person Personary. in the bar. And nobody's, like, a shit about it, but it's just, like, obvious. And people kind of stare at you, not because they're, like, being horrible like they would be in America, just that they're, like, so curious. So, yeah, yeah it'd be, it's kind of funny. I've felt different that cult.
0: before. It's kind of like normally this happens with women and they're they want to talk to me and it's like oh like what's your oh. background what's your ethnicity you know and, and i know like it's coming because they're like i can feel them glancing and then i go up and say hi and i'm like what's your ethnicity i'm like oh, i'm biracial so i i okay. kind of it's just flipped right so it's not yeah. like it's not out of like you said any negativity malice. or malice yeah. yeah it's just curiosity and it's like oh like it's something different that we normally mm-hmm. don't see mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. But uh um, yeah, I've seen have you seen this actress Fionnula F-I-O-N-N-U-L-A. She's uh she was the wife, Jackie's wife. I
1: feel I feel like she Fiona, looks really familiar. She's got a,
0: I, I've seen her in a ton of stuff. I just can't place it, but she's got like 137 <laughs> acting credits.
1: Damn. Yeah.
0: Oh, she was the mother and four brothers with uh mm. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. She's a very talented actor.
1: Mm-hmm. and i yeah, i was like
0: I, where do i know her from
1: same yeah. i had that same feeling where i was like who is she i mean it looks like she was in some episodes of law and order which could be you girl mm-hmm. um yeah american gods she was in an episode so she clearly like made the jump and came over here to the u.s yeah. and, and did some things so yeah i mean it's not like a Super recognizable cast, you know. Like you watch some of these movies, and you're like, "Oh, that guy was in this thing." I feel like Finola Flanagan was the only person that I was kind of like, "Yeah, she looks really familiar," but everyone else, I was didn't really feel like I'd seen them before. Same, I had no idea about anybody else, which is kind of nice, as well. Yeah, on
0: a movie that you don't really know or recognize, to see good acting from people you've never heard of, especially older actors.
1: I think sometimes when you have big name stars in a film, it can kind of draw you out of the film a little bit. But mm-hmm. because these were just people that were totally unrecognizable, it was like you just believed it was really them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I saw
0: that this was based off somewhat of a true story. Okay. Um, it was like a, or a ruse or something like that. Like the lady died and somebody stole her ticket or something like that. And that's what gave him the idea to write this story someone was so like that's, that's going be of a inspiration yeah and then look how it panned out right
1: super fun yeah. do you think that you would steal someone's lottery ticket if it came down to oh it? for sure um <laughs> i was thinking of ways to get away with it and two
0: they're gonna have to pay taxes so i get it for the older people like i would cash out immediately and yeah. then um and then just dip or just spend all my money but who so they set up the Account with Jackie's name on it as a co signer. Mm -hmm. If he pays Mm -hmm. out all those townspeople the full amount, he's going to be the one they're going after for the taxes, right? Because he got all that money basically, so someone has to pay. And then somebody's gonna be well,
1: we don't. Are there taxes like that in Ireland? I mean, certainly in America. I don't know if the lottery boards around the world are the same, but yes, could be. I thought of the same thing. I was like, there's going to be taxes or there's going to be like fees or there's, you know, like these going to have to open up a checking account. And sometimes they wanted blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. you know, for a money, amount of money that big, I think that we got the like, da, 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 da Irish version. Let's yeah. all drink. Well, they us. did, you know? which was
0: smart because they had the bartender, the bar owner say, we need to open up an account in Ned's name. Put 50 bucks in it now. And then, Jackie, you got to sign on as a co signer. And then when the money Mm -hmm. comes in, Jackie can go to the bank and distribute all the money under his name.
1: Right. But even like a huge amount like that coming in, I feel like there would be checks and balances. Like it's not just convincing one guy in one small town. Like that's a lot of money. Like Venmo. Just send the Venmo. (laughs) Just Venmo me $5 million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you think you could get away with it. I don't know. I'm so bad at like lying. I I love the scene where he's pretending to be be Ned. And so basically the guy comes to the house and he's, you know, talking to him. And he keeps pretending he has like a sick stomach. Yeah, he's got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) He's going to the bathroom. Uh. And the lottery guy just has to sit in the living room Uh. and he's like, he just, also, <laughs> it's just such a funny scene yeah. it's such a funny um, scene I saw that so
0: Michael O'Sullivan played by David Kelly he's the older guy that had to play Ned Divine eventually mm-hmm. and so he's on that motorcycle it was on a rig so like they had it connected to a car or some sort of vehicle and his sock like kept there's, like basically cock sock right kept, <gasps> kept showing up on camera <laughs> so he had to take it off <laughs> <laughs> while I was shooting so he was just going raw dog on that motorcycle oh and I, I read that two ladies drove past while shooting and were like in complete shock because this old naked dude with a helmet just
1: <laughs> just free balling uh, uh yeah and i forget why does he drive back and forth to the beach he does it a couple of so times so jackie was trying to kill time
0: knowing yeah. like Michael, you got to get to the house and you got to play Ned. So he, that's why he's like, oh, I'm, please just go slower. I like to drive as slow <laughs> as I walk. And he's like, oh, it's a right. It's a left. Oh, go back up here. Right. right. Okay, so that's what Michael has time. He was,
1: yeah. He was tricking him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah. I thought so. But then I was like, wait, uh, is he actually? Have amazing? you seen
0: um, Grumpy Old Men? No. OK. We should do that eventually. But it, it kind of gave me those kind of vibes. Just too funny like over 60 year old actors with mm-hmm. with really good comedic timing and just funny people just all around. So I love that. Yeah.
1: I w- I wonder like I wonder if this kind of movie would get made today because I feel like just from my knowledge of how movies get put together, you know, everybody kind of wants to star. When you look at actors of like a certain age, like kind of in this age range, you're really going for like the Michael he, no what's his name you know like the old just the older guys that like have done everything uh, um, Maggie Smith uh, like okay. the guy who played um, the butler in Batman oh yeah His name is yeah you know yeah. like you I think it's just so great that they made a movie that had older people and it was like an older story yeah. and it wasn't nobody was like super sexy and it's good yeah it's really funny and cute um, what did you think of pig fin and maggie's relationship and maggie uh you're talking about michael cain michael cain yeah, i was yeah yeah
0: I was like, michael Caine. never no, yeah. forget um i i thought it was interesting i thought it was funny but just james just uh james nesbitt played pin pig fin just to have a character <laughs> named pig fin <laughs> that's all he does because that's his job he probably inherited that pig farm from his family and everybody just <laughs> thinks he stinks <laughs> But
1: he says he likes the pigs at one yeah, point. He he's like, I like Yeah, He's like, I
0: like the pigs. And he's like, I use the fruity soaps. I'm uh, butchering. I probably shouldn't do that accent, but. Yeah. no, that's okay. Yeah. It's and, um, and then Jackie's like, yeah, go upstairs. Like, tomorrow, try the strawberry. He's like, strawberry? <laughs> I'll try that. So. There's, like, this moment where it got a little awkward for me. I felt it um, when they're by, like, that little river, that stream. And she goes across the stream. He's like, I want... She's like, Maggie's like, I want it. I want it, Finn. I I really do. I want to get close. And he's like, come on,
1: Maggie. Come over here. And she
0: gets close. And she's like, nope. He still smells like shit. But he thinks that her son is his boy. Which, to me, was the biggest kind of past the defrauding, it's like you're literally going to let this guy because he's a good dude and you care about him let him think that he's this boy's dad and then let the boy potentially think that when you know that divine was the father which first of all i mean she maggie. said treated her that's a little kind of like how old was that guy that and guy how,
1: was 80 something yeah, at least so how, right he
0: was probably 70 or like 65 68 when no that she was that son banging, is on, banging banging yeah. maggie he's probably yeah. like 10 that's what I'm saying. No, so you
1: reckon it's like ten? Yeah. Ned okay. was probably
0: Ned Divine, the original one that died, was probably like around seventy years old, and she was.
1: Or, or he could have been like seventy-nine, and like when he died, he was like eighty. It's just so gross, and she would have been what, like no, twenty? No, I'm something? saying when they
0: started messing around. I know. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. If we don't know how old Ned Divine was supposed to be when he died, yeah. if he was like eighty-eight when he died, you know, because yeah. he was clearly died of natural causes, just from being shocked of winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, whichever way you slice it, the age it's, difference. It was blah, bizarre. Blah. It was
0: a good twist because you're like, oh, well, the kid should inherit the money. And then she's yeah. like, no, let all let all split then it you're up. You're also
1: like, Maggie, what are you doing? You're just sleeping with there's like 50 people in this town. Yeah.
0: And you're sleeping with two of them. And I guess good for Ned, because he was <laughs> no. like, he was the greatest. Like, no one's ever treated me like he did basically she said that and it's like I, I don't know how what game he was spitting
1: to maggie o'toole <laughs> but how- this is what happens when you have way too much guinness at the bar yeah. and you're like yeah, yeah. i the grandpa I bang, i'm banging that still it's got like, the working bits there's like, yeah that's like 15 options <laughs> and i've already been with pig finn so why not <laughs> but no i was just saying like i did yeah it's like so he thinks it's his son so did she cheat on him? Like, that's not nice. We don't like that. Either cheated.
0: Yeah, because they had to have been getting after it around the same time.
1: Or it was just like it wasn't serious. Or yeah, like, like yeah.
0: once while she was secretly dating Ned, she banged Finn. <laughs> and then, I don't no, know. I don't
1: think she was ever dating Ned because no one else in the town True. knew. So she was definitely dating Pig Finn and then like low-key getting some 80-year-old on the side. But I mean,
0: like, she was letting old Ned D, raw dog... <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, they're getting after him more than once because she said he was like treating her right. So, I don't oh know. I, I'm not here to judge, right? It just seemed Do they
1: sell Viagra pills at that little chemist? Yeah, or it's, you know, shop
0: the thing. It seemed a little off. Yeah. So, townspeople, we could change subjects. <laughs> <It's> yeah. David's just... <laughs> dying on the inside. <laughs> that was a that was a funny character at the shop. The. Mm-hmm. The witch was a funny character. Mm -hmm. The old lady um, that Michael would drop the letter off to. And she's like, well, you should come in. Yeah, Um, She was a sweetheart. She's trying to
1: get with him. Yeah.
0: So I I just loved all the older characters.
1: They were were great. It was like a very colorful cast Mm -hmm. and a very like well what's the word like well seasoned you know everybody had like their own story even if we didn't get to spend a lot of time with each of the characters like you said like with the letter like we got a really good character window into each of them Mm -hmm. which was super cute um yeah i definitely thought the witch was interesting and i actually kind of felt bad for her i was wondering if you felt sort of bad for her not really because they don't give her too much other yeah. than she's just she's got all those cats.
0: negative to people in the town, right? Like <laughs> yeah, ev- but everybody else. She's in a else. wheelchair. True, but I mean, there's a lot of people in wheelchairs that are positive. Yeah. It's just, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, for the story, they didn't give yeah. her much other than you're just going to be the one that everybody <laughs> in town pitch. hates. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess, like, obviously, I was on. The town's side. And I was like, yeah, the stick in the mud, like, fuck off. And, you know, I was nervous for a minute that she was going to screw it up. I saw this movie years and years ago, but I c- couldn't remember it. And then Scott was like, let's rewatch it for St. Patty's Day. And, but I was like, man, that town is not wheelchair accessible. It <laughs> you is know? not. And, it is and, not. She probably lives like a really, you know, limited life, and if she's considered the witch or the bitch of the town, like maybe she doesn't have a lot of friends. And yeah. Maybe that's why she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get mine." Did anybody you know?
0: take the time to uh, see who she is? Yeah. Right. Take her to. What's a, going on, okay, girl? Let's go grab a pint. You know. Yeah. Let's, who are you? Let's let's talk. Yeah. Why why are let's, you? Why do why people you so think miserable? you're mad? Exactly. Yeah. With why some are you cover such a some bitch? Of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean maybe something terrible happened if they've all been living in this town. I'm just spitballing. Like, maybe they were really mean to her in school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck all of y'all. So would you live in a town like this when you're old and gray?
0: Like, what do you <sighs> see yourself? What do you see yourself doing in your what? Golden, golden years,
1: golden, golden years, girls? We're like retirement. I home. mean, listen, any, the chance to be here is a blessing. So mm-hmm. we both hopefully listen. I think if, Okay, for example, if it was like me and you and like all of our friends in like some town, that could be really fun. Yeah. And we just known each other for a really long time and we like live that life and we just like, you know, potter around and go <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like I, I think I think that's why people are drawn to I hate to say talk about nursing homes or whatever, like adventure retirement communities, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like when you don't have a job and you just have family and they probably move around a lot, like all you have is like socializing and you're probably really tired. I mean, I'm really tired right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just still tired. I I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, the difference between me now and five years ago is I'm always tired and I hate that, but it's true. Like your body just slows the fuck down. So I think a sleepy little town like this would be cute, especially like you know, look at look at uh, Michael and you know, they go skinny dipping in the water. Mm. Like they clearly have like a cute life. They toot around on their little motorcycle. And I they have know. and they
0: have life, right? They so life. I was thinking I wanna get in some trouble when I'm old.
1: Yeah. And
0: like fun trouble. Yeah. Be mischievous a little bit. I don't want to be yeah. just boring and you know, same old thing every other day. don't no. Like, go and eat same times. Like, I want to get into a little activities. I want to get into some, some
1: trouble. I mean, they get into a little bit of trouble, but it's still very, like, structured. So they probably have, you know, a pub meal once a week or whatever. I don't know. I mean hopefully we don't have to work until we're like 80 because you know boomers have completely wiped out social security or you know the world's on fire but it would be nice to travel around a bit and like see the world and i think we didn't really see like jackie doesn't seem like he has any kids am i missing do they have family
0: i don't think so
1: they don't mention it if they do even though he has his wife so they're clearly married and then Michael doesn't have anybody, seems like. That's why he's always kind of third wheeling with Jackie and his mm-hmm. wife. Um, I don't know. What about you? What's your like dream yeah. old people life?
0: I'd probably be down for something like this. So to your point, we might not get social security, so I'd suggest everybody start kicking in your 401k and <laughs> start a Roth. So you, don't, so you don't have to work until you're dead, 90. I'm probably gonna do like 108 with modern technology. So yeah, I'd like to have, um, you know, like a good group of friends, people around your age group that are in the twilight. You know, yeah. Hopefully, I do have kids, um, a couple of them that can check in every once in a while, and a wifey. But you know, that's a great
1: kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. To keep you keep you moving around, keep you mobile. But yeah, I think it's this is. To think it,
1: it, it's weird to think of yourself as, like, an old person. I don't really know that I've spent, you know, like, my grandma. I, like, know how old she was when she died. And, like, I know, I, you know, saw her when she was old. And I've seen pictures of her when she was young. But it's, like, my brain can't imagine the process of me getting becoming
0: yeah. old. I think about I we, time. I don't think mm. about me being old. But I think about time a lot. Like, it it's not a lifespan isn't that long compared mm-hmm. to, you know, just the earth and everything that's mm. gone on with human history. So I try to remind myself of that because it's like, well, mm. go do that thing. Go adventure. Go, you know, go, say uh, yes, say yes apply for that, yeah. apply for that role, even if you think, you know, you might you might not get it. Like, give it a shot. Ask that person out. Go get coffee with that person. So, yeah, it's. um It's more like, yeah, time and experiences is kind of what I think about.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is hard to think about like your body kind of breaking down more, you know, and like, I think we should all be grateful every single day that like, that we have the health that we have, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is, I was thinking about this, like this is simultaneously the youngest and oldest I'll ever be like in the moment, you know? So like I'm the oldest I have ever been right in this person, I know. And then it's also like, yeah. So, you know, even being more tired, now, I just went to Mexico, to Cabo, and we had a great time with Corey, our previous guest. There was a part of me that was like, ugh, like, you know, It's just, you know, it's a lot of drinking and Mm -hmm. moving around. But at the same time, I am very fortunate that I, A, have the disposable income to be able to do that. And B, don't have kids that like, you know, you can't really leave your partner in the lurch and be like, I'm out of Mexico for four days. Bye. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind that. If it's like if, once if, a year type thing, I, you know what I mean. Um, I, I think no, and I think I think the most successful relationships I've seen, and the most like the best parents I've seen, don't fully like give themselves completely mm-hmm. to their kids and to their partners. I think there's a partnership there. I think in theory, you should want to travel with your family, right? Like it's a yeah. different different vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also like yeah, take that girl's
0: trip. Exactly. You know, like be you gotta have you keep some independence.
1: Right, But I do, I mean, I do know that it's harder. I mean, even, you know, you don't have a dog, I do. The difference between us is that you could stay out all night tonight um, or, you know, book a last minute trip over the weekend. When you have a dog, it's like, you just have to figure out like what's happening with that dog. It's not even that big of a deal, right? But Mm -hmm. then magnify that. More planning,
0: yeah. And then kids, uh, yeah, a lot more elevated. But yeah, I mean, if you can figure it out work on it but yeah it's good that you took that trip i get it a lot where i'm like oh my god i'm tired i don't want to go out plan any vacation or do any vacation and then i go Mm. and i'm like oh man i'm glad i
1: (laughs) went on this vacation i'm having such a good time um But it's like, but it's like anything. I think, you know, like also look at where we've been for the last two years, we've been inside. Um, and I notice in myself, like I'm more and more open to like just running that quick errand or like going to the gym. For example, I went to the gym for the first time in forever. Um, whereas before it was like, you know, we were kind of like home and stuff. So I think it's, what I love about this movie, bringing it back to Waking Dead Divine, is yeah, you see like these older people and they are living life, like you said, and they're getting into trouble. And mm-hmm. but they're like just out and about doing stuff. And I think more than anything, that's a mental prison, right? Yeah. So I would suggest
0: getting out, just get try to get back to normal if you haven't yet. Go to the gym, go to the movies, but you also, know, be. Like, don't...
1: You're only as old as you mentally tell yourself Mm -hmm. you are. And I'm super guilty of this being like, I'm so old. I'm so, you know, because I, I see these like 20 year old girls and they're coming up and they were me, you know, 10, 15 years ago. But I actually really like the age I'm at now. I really like who I am as a person. I think every year you kind of know yourself a bit more. I think that comes through in this film too. Like they, don't live in mansions they don't live in you know castles they're not all driving sports cars but they know exactly who they are and they they love their little town they mm-hmm. love who they are Yeah, they just they love their community seem
0: happy overall and i loved yeah. when jackie was talking about michael at the funeral and yeah. he's like and he takes a moment And he's like, you know what? Like, this is my guy. Like, I'm just going to say how I feel about my best friend.
1: Back up. Let's explain. So because (laughs) the lottery guy is there and they can't say it's Ned Devine who's dead.
0: Yeah. So the town's like, well, how are we going to know who the lottery guy is when he's sniffing around? And Jackie's like, he sneezes a lot. He's got hay fever every time he comes to the country. So they are doing Ned Devine's funeral. They don't know that the lottery guy is going to pop up. He walks in right as they start speaking and Ned's, or uh, Jackie's like, all right, we gotta switch it up. I'm gonna start talking about Michael, if, if this is his funeral, not Ned Devine, cause Ned's supposed to be alive still.
1: Yeah, and yeah. then he said all these nice things about his best friend, which I think that's also something that's come up a lot, you know, with people passing away, unfortunately, you know, the older you get, the more you know people that have died and it sucks, it's the worst, but it is unfortunately a true part of life. And we don't always tell the people that we love, that we love them until moments like in funerals when they're not necessarily, their spirits might be with us, but their body, you know, we exactly. don't know. So I think that was a really beautiful moment in the film where, yeah, he's like talking about his friend as if he's dead and he's right there. It's <laughs> very sweet.
0: Well, I'm going to give you your flowers where you're here. I love you, Paris.
1: Oh. You're
0: you you one of my best friends, and you are yes. amazing. Oh. So uh, uh, You I know, next time we're at a bar, maybe on St. Patrick's Day, I will I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little <laughs> My a funeral speech to you while
1: you're it's so while you're alive. <laughs> That is by the way, if you knew David crutches, that is something he would do. David <laughs> likes to get in his cups and then just assign things. Like, now we're doing funeral speeches. And I'd be like, Okay. I love you too. Hey, I think I think, yeah, this movie is a beautiful beautiful film about friendship, about community, about living your life, about defrauding organizations, which I'm so here for. Yeah, they're
0: fine. Like, They'll be all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, how many times do people put in money to the lottery? That's actually something that I was thinking about. That's, I I have never played the lottery, I don't think. Have you played the lottery? Yeah, I
0: have a few times when it got really big, but maybe, okay. maybe this is the universe telling you you should buy one and then you're going to be the ticket. one to get rich. And then, yeah, yeah and then you can just, buy everybody I, a pint.
1: I struggle with the concept of gambling. I think I avoid it because I have a very addictive personality. Um, In Ireland, actually, in Dublin specifically, I noticed it. There are little gambling sort of like casinos all over, like randomly on the streets. And then, of course, like if you've ever been to Vegas, which I love Vegas, it's – I mean, gambling is at its core designed to – strip you of your money but also it triggers like this weird like endorphin in Mm. you right it's like the same endorphin rush you get if you get like an Instagram notification yeah and I just dopamine
0: response
1: right and I just hate hate, exactly and I hate that like we as a society have accepted that like it's like wishing on a star or something I don't know you know so few people win the lottery and it's like if you kept all the money that you put into it yeah and then yeah. you see,
0: I saw some guy win it twice. What? Yeah, he won like, I don't know, he won a lot of money. It was million dollars, millions of
1: dollars each time. And he, wow. <laughs> yeah, and he won it twice. And then, but did he keep it, or did he like squander it? and Then he won it again. Um, that is a good question
0: because I think a lot of people do go broke when they win the yeah. lottery, which I don't know it's... how. I I feel like a lot of those people. Don't know how to manage money because maybe they didn't have any to begin with, right? Or yeah. you know they're working hard and saving a little bit, and then they get all this money, and it's like, yeah, well yeah. now we can do whatever we want. When that's not really the case, yeah. you got to put a little bit I, away. I
1: just find I just find I struggle with the concept of gambling, like even on like horse races or the scratch off. I have a friend who gets me scratch offs all the time as a gift, which is so sweet. She was puts them in cards, but I'm kind of like. I don't know. Yeah,
0: if you it can it can definitely be an issue, but it it could be fun if you don't have that kind of, well, I need to go do this again every weekend type of yeah. mentality. If it's like like March madness, um you know, you gamble on a that's, couple You like March yeah, madness, yeah, yeah. yeah. like the one time a year I'll bet on a couple basketball games and that's about it. But and I'll do Vegas I'll play craps a little, but I take like okay. $200 that I know I'm probably going to lose and I'll have fun with it. Whatever happens in the casino with that is if, it, if I right. leave with money, Keep great. Budget. Exactly. Once it's gone, it's gone. And I'm trying to get some free drinks to, you know, get close to what I lost, basically. Um, so if anybody was to steal your identity to cash the lottery ticket in out of your friends, who would it be? Who do you think could pull it off?
1: Oh my God. It would have to be someone Australian. Right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe my friend Georgie, who, you know, yeah. who was on our sh- she was on episode, uh, for I am legend, which I forget what number that was. But what about you?
0: Oh, I, Definitely don't think anybody could play this role. Um, (laughs) It's way too (laughs) complex. Um, Yeah, that is a very good question. Because it'd have to be a little tan, handsome, bald, muscular. (laughs) People can shave their
1: heads, by the way. True,
0: true, but I don't know. That is a good question. You guys might have to find somebody off the street, do
1: some costing to get them in. Exactly. And like, we would be really sad, but at the same time, we'd be like, it's what he would have wanted yeah, yeah. for us to bank his lottery tickets, take the money. You're new David. And then you. <laughs> You're Le <la-dated. laughs> David. <laughs> my friend is, we have a friend named Sean and my friend is dating a guy named Sean. So everybody's just going to be Le something. La <laughs> something. What's, but,
0: uh, what would be the first one thing you buy if you hit the lottery? What would be the, the one thing?
1: Uh, I don't want to be basic and say a new car, but I was driving my car today and I was thinking she's getting, she's getting up there. Yeah. I think, and I don't, I would never buy a brand new car cause I think that's a terrible investment, but maybe I'd treat myself. I, you know, I, my life is pretty perfect. I, I think I say this all the time. I know that there's definitely things that, you know, like you can always have more money and buy a house and blah, blah, blah. But like, if I am truly, truly honest, That's all just dressing, Mm -hmm. you know? I I feel like I have the best friends in the world, the best family. I love my job. I love my puppies. And I don't know. Maybe that's just me as an optimist. But obviously, I would would love to go get all the things like facial, nails, hair. Just like totally, you know, treat myself. Go get some new clothes. Because, you know, like I feel like hot people are hot. But what makes them really hot is like having
0: good grooming really good so. grooming yeah. yeah moisturizing being hydrated
1: yeah. oh my god you go you know eat out at like nice restaurants that are also healthy yeah and yeah what about what about you what you buy uh i'd
0: probably buy a house yeah Yeah, house would be the thing i same same page similar but without that like i would i would get a house just yeah. a place to have a little more room stretch the legs and then have entertain a little more have more people over consistently, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if you won five million dollars, you could buy like at least half a house yeah, in LA. Yeah, like a, a
0: two bedroom.
1: Yeah, like a you could get like a van on the side <laughs> of the road to Topanga. No, I think a house is a good call. Yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> That's the thing though, is like I think we just are both so optimistic and like love life. And and also I got that sense in the film with Ned divine too, like they kind of joked about what they were getting. But did you notice in that one scene, the first thing they were all doing was going to the bar and buying each other rounds. And the bartender was like And the bartender was like, and bartender was like, Whose tab is this? And then they were all volunteering. Yeah. It's mine, 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 you know. So that just says to me that at the end of the day, money isn't everything. It's being able to share it with the people that you love. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what this film was about. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there anything else that stuck out to you as being a little bit like, Uh, not rant, but
0: how small um, Jackie and Annie's bed were and I know like you hated him for the shot, but I was like claustrophobic. I was like, Jeez, I'm
1: rolling if anybody wants to date David, the number one thing you need to know is you cannot (laughs) touch him in bed.
0: Well no, while we are asleep we can right. snuggle a cud the whole time, right? The,
1: the tuck and roll, isn't that from France?
0: Yeah, the tuck and roll. We can make sweet, yeah. sweet love as long as you want or as long as I'm able to. And then,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so basically as long as David as long wants. as David, is, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, when it's time to actually fall asleep, Let's just give me like a foot. I got a big kick bed. You can roll over. I can roll over. You know what I mean? And let's just get some solid sleep so we're not tired. Yeah. So we can do the adventures. So we can say Honestly, yes.
1: Honestly, I- as someone in a long-term relationship, the, the clutch move is like the mild foot touch, like not even like fully touching whole foot. Just like sometimes I'll just like put my toe like near at the bottom. So there's all this space between our shoulders, yeah. but it's just like, I'm here if you need me. So my toe you is want touching.
0: him to know that you're that you're there. I
1: dated, <laughs> I, I dated a woman that
0: uh, I had this issue with and then she's like putting her leg across my legs. Not uh, across, yeah, but that's the psychopathic did, and behavior. And I'm like, no, what no. are you doing? She's like, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I just want to know you're there or that it's you. I'm like, where would I be? <laughs> <laughs> out, yeah. pottying out, with Michael. Uh, soon as you passed Down out, on the I donor. left I yeah. to get a pie. Like,
1: like sneaking out. Yeah. No, I don't know. You know, it's just like a familiarity thing. Yeah, I don't like to be cuddled at night. In fact... I despise it. I, I, you and I have had this conversation yeah. we we're both like, would be fine. I think with having separate bedrooms <laughs> in a, although I will say when, when Scott and I were in ISO in Ireland, um, we were in a room with two queen beds and we, so we slept in separate beds and I actually started to feel like less, close to him so we had to like come and snug yeah i i
0: don't necessarily need the separate bedrooms but i like a big ass bed and i just i just need space so i can sleep it's not even about the other person it's so i can actually
1: get restful sleep totes and those REM cycles are so important so important (laughs) So it's funny that you mentioned the bed. I was thinking, watching this movie and also being an island, that Irish people don't always look so healthy. That's not like <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah, um, your girl has been eating like shit for the last few weeks. Um, but I just mean like the p- color of their skin, like the pallid, like look, and then like. Yeah, just like I just know in Ireland like I'm sure you can get vegetables. I know there are somewhere, but I, all the food I saw was like deep fried pub grub. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. But um not super healthy. Okay. And yeah, I think I mean Maggie's got fantastic hair and you know looks glorious, but yeah. Not su- you know, you walk around L.A., everybody's kind of got a little tan on. They're super happy, super healthy.
0: Did you, um, so you would recommend people traveling to Ireland to go oh, visit? Oh, my
1: God. A hundred percent. Get on a plane right now if you can. <laughs> Ireland, Ireland's amazing. I mean, we did Ireland, Cork. Uh, we So Cork is like kind of to the south. West, you never eat soggy wheat bix. South, west, <laughs> yeah, that's how you remember: north, south, east, west. Wait, um, what did you say? Never what? Never eat soggy wheat bix. Okay, which is, we say.
0: Uh, well, I grew up. Never eat soggy waffles. So what is okay. a
1: what is a wheat wheat bix? Uh, <laughs> wheat like bix? A breakfast cereals. Yeah, they're kind of like little. They look like little cardboard boards. To be honest with you, they're like a wheat. And you put milk and sugar on top of them. Uh, I don't know. It's super chilling.
0: It is Girl Scout cookies.
1: <laughs> they are dry, but you you very dry. You pour milk on them. You wouldn't be eating it like a biscuit. Okay, don't worry. I got you. Um, by the way, I think we missed a Girl Scout cookie. Someone posted a picture of their haul and there was like one chocolatey one With that seems like a, in the
0: middle right yeah, yeah and i was
1: like what the fuck is this one we got cheated i went on that website i bought every single one i saw and somehow this bitch that i ordered them off this little tiny girl scout bitch did not have the caramel maybe ones. she
0: was ha- holding those back for her like for premium members or something yeah, yeah you have to
1: subscribe to her only cookies and then you get
0: them. <laughs> i saw fucking... i i dropped some off at ups today and somebody on the back of a truck like in the dust wrote onlyfeet.com and Mm -hmm. I was geeking out because that's got to be a website even though someone was doing it for fun you know what I mean? Only cookies that's that's probably somebody's king
1: premium subscribers of Girl Scout cookies. (laughs) It's just someone eating the dry-ass cookies on camera and sort of like choking a little. And they're like, yeah, choke on that lemnup. (laughs) Lemnup. Get that trefoil. You need some milk? Can't have any milk. Um, But, yeah, no, I think everyone should go to Ireland. So, yeah, we did cork. Um, which is near Blarney Castle, which is where I think I might have got COVID from kissing the lucky stone. Didn't maybe it was lucky, maybe uh maybe I was supposed to stay. I didn't end up having a great more ten days. Um we did Galway, we did clips of more. I remember I sent you guys some pictures. It was so beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I mean Ireland is just yeah. People are fucking cool over there and it's beautiful. And I think it's funny because being from Australia and you're American, like Ireland seems so far and like distant and exciting to us, but people in Europe, like there were so many people in Dublin, like when we were there, cause we kind of went right when, you know, restrictions started to lift and obviously COVID's over, except that I just got it recently. So <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it in your top like 10 places to list? Uh, to visit? Do you yeah. Think? I'd say top five. Mm. I want to do that.
0: Um, South America, like Argentina. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not like anything that's jumping out, like glaring for me, like I need to visit this place yeah. next. I'm just kind of uh, up I for I really
1: want to go to Japan, to be honest. I've I think heard Japan-
0: that is the best. Um, I've talked to friends that have been there and they said I should that should be my next because of just the yeah. food there is amazing Ugh. and everything they do. And the history <sighs> yeah. and the culture. The culture is just like detailed. My brother and...
1: was right when COVID all kicked off, my brother was actually working as a ski bum in I think Osaka and he had to come back to Australia. He kind of had to like flee a little bit. I remember when he didn't know what the fuck was going mm-hmm. on. Um, but I think that's up there. But yeah, I mean, Europe's never a bad time. I'm trying to convince all my friends to come to France. The Yeah the chateau where my dad lives. So I think that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, we should, you should go and we, everybody should celebrate St. Patrick's day. I actually stayed in Dublin near St. Patrick's square, which is this beautiful garden with a church. And I read a plaque and it was like, this is where St. Patrick baptized people. And it was like, Oh, maybe he's a real guy. And yeah, I think it's more
0: of like a religious day in Ireland. It and is. And this is it just is. like the majority having, of people in the US just go, uh, yeah. go on bar They're crawls.
1: Like, I'm 117th Irish, <laughs> so now I need to wear green and, and drink. drink. But actually, our cab driver on the way to the airport, Dublin airport, when we finally were allowed to leave, uh, was telling us that Dublin is like nuts during St. Paddy's, and this year is the first time they're going to be doing it in two years because they cancelled it the last couple of years because of COVID. And he was explaining to us like he was we were driving down. He's like, so the parade comes through here, and you have to get here at like eight o'clock in the morning because they put up barricades and like you won't be able to move. So Scott and I were sort of like, oh, it sounds like <laughs> New Year's Eve Times Square, kind of kind of sounds terrible to be honest but like i would just park myself in a in a pub and just have just the best time out. yeah yeah but uh this is the time when we have to give someone from the cast or crew a shout out so who pray tell do you have i'm going with
0: henry braham uh cinematographer mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. because of all the stuff i read about how they had to get tricky with the weather and working Mm -hmm. you know on on site so just being on a couple shoots seeing what they got to do to get good shots and then think about what they have to work with in the edit so you really want to get something a good shot that you can edit and work with um and he's got like 36 cinematography credits still doing his thing he was suicide squad cinderella Guardians Damn. of the Galaxy Volume 2. He's in post or he's filming Guardians of the Galaxy 3 right now, post-production on The Flash. So Yeah, yeah he's getting after it.
1: Get amongst yeah. it. So
0: Henry Bryant, we see you and we appreciate you. What do you got? We Paris? see you and
1: we appreciate you. Okay, well, I'm going for Larry Randall. Do you know about Larry I do not. Tell me. Okay, them. so Larry played Father Mulligan. In this movie, um, which I believe he's the guy, I I don't want to fuck this up, but I believe he's the older guy that comes at the very end. Um, but let me just double check that he's not, no, he's not the young guy. Yeah, okay. he's, you know, at the end, the, the priest that like knocks over the the witch, the bitch, into the ocean in the car. <laughs> He's driving back. So he was actually the gaffer, I believe, on this, which is the person who one of the people who runs around and like tapes stuff up. Um, I wanna just double check that he wasn't the boom operator. I'm just gonna Oh, yeah. So, writer-director Kirk Jones did not have time to cast the role of Father Mulligan before shooting began. On location, he asked gaffer Larry Randall if he would play the part. Randall agreed and appears in the finished film. That's amazing. That's (laughs) pretty funny. So, Larry actually has four acting credits. So, this one, he was also um, on Bright Young Things, uncredited in 2003. He was in um, something right before Waking Dead Divine. He was a golfer number one in Shooting Fish, and he was also National Guard HQ staff in The Survivalist. But he is a gaffer which is yeah part of the electrical team and he's worked on things like the old god the golden compass nanny mcphee bright young things um so yeah i think that's a great story i love someone being in the right place at the right time and just you know got a sag card probably yeah. and got to be in the movie That's awesome. um but yeah larry we see you and we appreciate, see, we appreciate you and that's you, larry. a great story larry um, but yes, David, what do you think? Has this film aged like milk? I Yay think this or nay. movie aged like patty
0: whiskey, which we see them drinking mm. throughout this film. Mm-hmm. It, it goes down smooth. It seemed like in the movie, and it probably leaves you with a uh, warm nice body high, warm yeah. fuzzy, good feeling. And, you know, you're just going to go out into the world, into the night, feeling good and happy. So I nice. think this movie did not age like milk. I think it aged pretty well. And it's, a, it's just a feel-good movie, which I can, you know, I love and appreciate. What about yeah.
1: you? I was going to say the same. I feel like it, ate, it aged nicely in an oak barrel that somebody made <laughs> by hand. And you kept it. And it was beautiful. Maybe a Teeling whiskey. Maybe Jameson. I did the Jameson tour. And, you know, very fascinating to see how they made those barrels. Um, and I think it's really sweet. And I think you should watch it if you're listening and you haven't seen it. And you're like, you know what? I want to watch a St. Patty's Day movie. It doesn't deal with the day of St. Patty; It's just Irish culture. But you know, you get a sense. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think you should watch it. And that my love is that episode. Yeah. I adore watching film with you. I adore chatting. We're so excited to have some more upcoming guests, uh, that we won't reveal yet, but please, again, if you have any suggestions, find us on Instagram, Twitter, or email us at age like milk podcast at gmail.com. And for now, that's it. David, you should check your fridge and make sure that milk ain't spoiled. His gross milk is gross that is our show goodbye for now see you